0: In the tongue Bangla, Golpo is a curious word. It means story, a noun, and it also means conversation, the verb. I have grown up to the wonderful sound of Golpo, stories and conversations that have shaped me to be the storyteller that I am today. brand new season of Golpo, stories from around the world, me, your storyteller Rituparna, will continue to bring you stories that have picked me. Yes, stories pick me. They really ask me to tell them. They poke, punch, provoke and push me to tell them. But before they do all of that, they speak to me, lighting up my mind and my heart in ways that only a very special story can do. And in this podcast, I bring to you some of those special stories. These are just some of my stories, handpicked and tucked in my story bag, so I can tell them to you when the time is right. Are these stories for children or adults? Well, they are for anyone who has a heart beating for stories. And I really hope that this podcast helps you discover that inside you. Play this on your way to work, to put your child to sleep, To create a moment together as a family, to share an idea with your team, find a dose of inspiration, creativity, or a fresh perspective perhaps. Let these stories be your companion when you want some quality time with yourself. Like I said, you will hear a story today and I hope it stays with you and lights up your heart and mind like the way these stories do for me. Once there was a poor peasant who had many children but no possessions except one goose. He saved this goose for a long time but hunger is nothing to be trifled with and things had reached to such a point that he had nothing to eat. So the peasant killed the goose, roasted it and put it on the table. So far so good. But he had no bread and not a grain of salt. He said to his wife, how can we eat the goose without bread or salt? Perhaps I should take the goose to the baron as a gift and ask him for bread. Well, if that's what we have to do, you must take this to the baron, said the wife. The peasant came to the baron and said, I have brought you a goose as a gift. You are welcome to all I have. Do not disdain it, little father. Thank you, peasant. Now divide the goose among us without doing wrong to anyone. Now, this baron had a wife, two sons, and two daughters. All in all, there were six in his family. The peasant was given a knife, and he began to carve and divide the goose. He cut off the head and gave it to the baron. You are the head of the house, he said, so it is fitting that you should have the head. He cut off the nose and gave it to the baron's wife, saying, Your business is to sit in the house and take care of it, so here is the nose for you. He cut off the legs and gave them to the sons, saying, Here is a leg for each of you to follow your father's paths with. And to each daughter he gave a wing. You won't stay long with your father and mother. When you grow up, off you will fly. And I, he said, I am just a stupid peasant, so I'll take what is left. Thus he got most of the goose. The baron laughed and gave the peasant wine to drink, rewarded him with bread and sent him home. A rich peasant heard about this, envied the poor one for earning the favours of the baron. In order to impress the baron better, the rich peasant roasted five geese and took them to the baron. What do you want, peasant? asked the baron. I have brought your grace five geese as a gift. Thank you. Now divide them among us without doing wrong to anyone. The peasant tried this and that, but saw no way of dividing the geese equally. He just stood there scratching his head. The baron sent for the poor peasant and told him to divide the geese. He took one goose, gave it to the baron and his wife and said, Now you are three. He gave another goose to the two sons and a third one to the two daughters saying, Now you also are threes. The last pair of geese he took for himself saying, Now I and the geese are another three. The baron said, you are a clever fellow. You have managed to give everyone an equal share, and you have not forgotten yourself either. He rewarded the poor peasant again with money and drove out the rich one. Dividing the goose is a pretty and a pleasant folktale that brings in themes of divisions, shares and splits that make every receiver feel wholesome. How do you satisfy each part of a whole so they don't feel left out? Whether it is about sharing food, heirlooms, property, legacy or profits, giving each one what's due to them requires the one dividing to hold a steady hand. Earlier this week, I travelled to Amritsar for the first time. I visited the Partition Museum, a more recent addition to the city, and an attempt to document the narrative of the world's largest human migration. As a student of literature more than 20 years back and a television journalist, I have studied and covered Partition both as a student and a media professional. This week, as I walked down the galleries of the museum, once again I felt the immense wave of emotions that made Partition a a nearly lived experience. As I retell Dividing the Goose this week in the podcast, I cannot ignore the immediate connects to some of the thoughts and emotions that I experienced this week. To me right now, the story is a direct metaphor for the Radcliffe line drawn by Cyril Radcliffe, the British lawyer who decided the fate for the partition of India. Radcliffe was appointed a task that was most extraordinary. With very little time on hands, little or no information about the land and its people, Radcliffe drew a line that he thought was best trying to balance the Indian and Pakistani halves. His story of being ill-prepared led him to take the blame for the aftermath of partition, even when no one blamed him for what he had done. I don't imagine you will retell Dividing the goose in your history class, but I do hope you will read it like a metaphor after what I just shared with you. It's a great story to retell in the maths classroom, though. When you retell the story in the living room or boardroom, consider how you divide responsibilities, ownership, losses and profits at home and in your organizations. Whether you are on the baron's seat or the rich or poor peasant's shoes, taking or sharing what you own will need a special skill, which I hope this story will help you unravel with a little soul-searching. Good luck with this story and any other that you choose to retell. We are slowly gearing towards a season finale, a grand close, at the end of 52 weeks. So we can take a short break and begin again. Every story in this podcast has been curated with a lot of thought. These handpicked stories have been rewritten to help you have a better conversation in the classroom, living room, and boardroom. We want to continue serving our listeners and we want to know how to make this podcast more meaningful for you. Now, what should we do next? We would love to hear from you. Look up the Golpo listeners' form in the show notes and speak to us. Thank you for listening. Golpo Stories from Around the World is a podcast of stories that spark conversations. You will find a bunch of traditional tales in here, retold and bridged with the world that we live in today. A story grows only when it is told so go ahead and share these stories in the classroom in the boardroom or in your living room and come back to me and tell me what did everyone say if you like my stories and want to support this podcast then you may want to gift a story a little contribution to make storytelling sustainable for you me and others to know more about my work you can look up www.yourstorybag.com I have a weekly newsletter. Follow the sound of my stories with the hashtag Storytelling with Rituparna. You can connect with me on social media. The links are in the show notes below. Until the next story, happy storytelling.